What's up, Drunken Buddies? This is Matt Slayer. Before we get into this week's episode, just a quick word from our sponsors. This week's episode is brought to you by Laughable, the number one comedy podcast app on iOS. Not only can you subscribe to your favorite shows, you can also subscribe to your favorite artists. Laughable gives you suggestions, and not even that, you can buy tickets to your favorite comedy shows in-app. We fucking love Laughable. Joining us this week is adult performer Donnie Rock. Donnie and I catch up, tell some really awesome drinking stories, and you know, show the dumbest thing we've ever done to try to get laid. The bar is open, pour yourself a cold one, and enjoy, guys. What's going on, Donnie Rock? Not a whole lot. How about you? Yeah, shit, man. It's been a minute. <laughs> it has been a while. When was the last time? You know? Shit, it's been over a year. I was going to say. I'd I say. mean, since you've been on the show now, since I've seen you. Right, right. <laughs> Fuck, we were just partying Saturday? Saturday, yeah. Pizza party. <laughs> I didn't have the heart to tell the deer I didn't actually get any pizza. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh, jeez. He would have made more. He would have made you one especially I know. for you. I know he would. <laughs> and I... I Felt a little guilty about being like, yo, Nadir, can you make me just my own pizza? Oh, bummer. Bummer. You've had his pizza, though, right? Oh, yeah. Plenty of times. Okay. Okay. Good. Plenty of times. Good. Just, yeah. I didn't want to be that asshole. Showed <sighs> up to the party late. No, no. No, he would have He would have made you your own specialty pie. I know he would have. <laughs> I know he would have. <laughs> yeah. No matter how drunk he got, he would have made me a pie. And I appreciate that about Nadir, but I feel like it just would have been a dick move. Yeah, you know what? At the I have to say, at the end of the night, I saw him throw two balls of dough away because he didn't make two pizzas. So, well, maybe then I'm the dick, right? You, 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 you made him throw two pies away. Nadir, when you hear this, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm an asshole. I'm a bad friend. I made you waste your precious dough. There you go. He, 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 he's okay with that. He'll, you know what? He'll have another pizza party. I hope so. That was our first go at. Quasi catering, because we're thinking about maybe starting a catering company where we do pizzas. Is it going to be porn and pizzas or just pizza? <sighs> we're probably going to have to practice it, like trial runs in porn and pizza. But eventually, we'd like to do Hollywood celebrity pizza parties. Hey, you can start with my rooftop. <laughs> True, without we can, and we have the uh, we have the oven we can bring, so it's we're mobile. Yeah, let's do that shit. Okay. Make use my fucking roof. Exactly. Have a fucking rad-ass pizza party. I'm down with that. Your roof is awesome, which I saw tonight. Yeah, this is the first time you've been to my place, so. It is, and I am very impressed, I have to say. Thank you, sir. Thank you. (laughs) I I like the building. I like the apartment. I like the rooftop. I like it all. The street parking, not so much, but. Hollywood, man. It is. Can't have it all. It's Hollywood. True, true. But it's you're in a good area. I like it. Well, I, I'd hate to be paying this much fucking rent if I wasn't. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, hey man, you know, spend. I did the math. If they're without any interest, what we pay a month over a thirty-year mortgage without any interest would make this place worth about one point one million. And that sounds about right. 
It's like, holy fuck. Yeah. But of course, my rent's going to go up. Of course. So if I manage to live 30 years and I manage to live here for 30 years, right. I'll probably pay like $2 million for this place. Well, if you live here in 30 years, I'm, I'm going to start worrying. Not that it's not nice, but you should probably move on at some point. I don't know, man. The middle class is dead. <laughs> I think I'm doing pretty well for myself. True. You're right. Who knows? You might get married and have a kid. Have to move out to the burbs. You're trying to curse me, man? What the fuck's wrong with you? Like, you come into my home and you like, try to lay that kind of fucking curse on me? Donnie Rock, what the fuck? You might be living out in Calabasas. I the- mean, I hope she's fucking rich. <laughs> exactly. But you come into my home. Jeez. Oh, so, such bad fucking mojo, man. I laid condoms in the bathroom for you, so. I thought I already left those there. <laughs> I don't want you getting anyone pregnant. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, the condoms are actually in the bathroom because I had some unfortunate bathroom sex earlier in the week. Okay. All right. I did too, actually. In my bathroom? Not your bathroom, but a bathroom. Oh. A random bathroom. You sure it wasn't my bathroom? <laughs> Positive. I had a hookup this weekend. I got to stop sticking my dick in places it doesn't need to go. Yeah, yeah me too. Tell me about it. Bang this girl. And then she fucking... Blew up at me for not walking her to her car. Really? Yeah. You know, okay, so here's what I usually do. After I'm done, I've showered and whatever, usually, and I'm in, like, my pants that I just want to walk to the door. I don't want to walk all the way. Um, Maybe I'm not, like, dressed to go all the way down to the car. Maybe I'm just dressed to go to the door. See, I made the mistake of post-banging and going out for drinks and dinner. Uh, yeah. So we walked back here, and my neighborhood's not bad. Right. It's not a bad neighborhood. But it was nighttime. There were some motherfuckers, like, just out being about. And she's like, can you walk me to my car? But we had to come back up here to get her shit. Ah. Uh. And I was just kind of like, eh. And then she got super upset. Like, su- and I'm like, fine, I'll walk you to your car. She stormed out of my apartment before I could. Oh, it was too late. Yeah. And I texted her, I'm like, hey, I'm sorry. If I really realized that you felt threatened, I would have walked you to your car. She's like, fuck you. What kind of man doesn't walk a woman to her car? Wow. The kind of man who thinks that you're a goddamn adult? (laughs) Like, that you should be, that there was no threat laid upon you. There wasn't some dude outside like, yo, girl, I'm going to fuck you. (laughs) Like, no one said shit to her or me when we were walking. Some dude was catcalling some other girl. Wow. And she's like, I don't feel safe. Like, I didn't think that was a serious request. Sometimes they go a little overboard. Well, no, she's like, fuck you, you're a piece of shit. You got no respect for me. The fuck? Did you tell her, did you forget what I just did to you upstairs? It was pretty mediocre. I'm not going to lay that down. <laughs> well, because it was bad. It was, well, it wasn't bad, but it was, it was not the best performance for either one of us because she was on her period. I didn't have any like towels that I felt like laying down on my bed to get bloodied. So we moved to shower sex and that just didn't work out very well. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 It was just like, uh, this is not working so great. Ended up like jerking off on her tits and Fair enough. I'm a non period sex guy. Why? Because it's first of all, sex is gross to begin with. <laughs> and then you add blood into the mix. And Donnie, what do you do for a living? 
I trust me, I know. And let me tell you, I'm the first one with their hand on the shower knob when they say cut, and I that shower goes right on, and I get right in. Trust me. <laughs> You're in the a very strange line of work. It's for someone who thinks sex is gross. I know. I say it all the time. It's disgusting. It's dirty. It's everything. And like I said, I'm in the shower. I'm usually in. The, I'm the the cleanest person on a set, and I'm usually take two showers by the time I leave there. I don't blame you on that, but I wouldn't call sex gross. It's hot. At, okay, it's hot at the time while I'm doing it. What, can you, like, spit on me? Can I spit on you? Can I put my fingers in your mouth, vice versa? Yes. As soon as it's done, I'm disgusted. As soon as you get the poison out, huh? Exactly. Like, oh, pop. Oh, what did I just do? And the brain shifts gears, yeah. 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 Or the brain just actually starts working again. Yeah, once you stop thinking with the little head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. But it's gross. I say that all the time. Yeah. These things happen. But you're working like four or five days a week, right? I am. I usually work I usually work at least three days a week. So you're you're putting yourself in a gross situation getting your hazard pay three days a week at least? At least three days a week, yes. And <laughs> you know, it's good when I get the paycheck, usually. I mean, like I say, I always say there's some days I shouldn't get paid at all. Most days I should make double. I'm sure your co-hosts love to hear that. <laughs> well, I would only say that here. Yeah, out to the internet. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, people do listen to this, Donnie. <laughs> right. We're not just bullshitting on my roof. Okay, and that's good. That's my point. I want the masses to know that it's not all unicorns and rainbows. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure our regular <laughs> listeners are well aware it's not rainbows. I've said on multiple occasions, and I just said it to Tommy Pistol a couple weeks ago, like, I'm not sure I could do your job. I'm not sure. Why? I don't know if I could get it up and keep it up for whoever Uh and pop on command, especially when, you know, some dude's leaning over me and sweating on me (laughs) under the fucking lights. (laughs) I'm not sure I could do that job. A lot of people can't. And that's why it's the same 30 guys that do all the work. Right. But a lot of people don't actually consciously acknowledge that they can't do the right, job. Right, right. Well, everyone thinks they can. Not this guy. Well, okay, that, and that's a fair... Uh, Just this <laughs> guy, right here. Doesn't think he can do it. That's a uh, level-headed approach, because everyone can have sex in their bedroom, right? Or Not least, always. Well, I was going to say, probably 90%. Hey, they wouldn't make those little blue pills if everyone could do it all the time. Exactly. <laughs> Well, I don't know who invented that. Maybe that was a performer. Well, Pfizer, it's for old men, technically. Yeah, true. Actually, I'm kind of curious what the history of Viagra is. I don't know. I've never looked it up. I'm on it. And I uh, I try not to take it whenever I don't need to. And not that I ever really need to, but sometimes it's that insurance policy that... Fair enough. So it originally started off as a blood pressure medication. I heard th- I've heard that before. And then they're like, "Oh, hey, look at that!" It gets the blood flowing. Gets the blood flowing <laughs> in all places. Mostly just one, right? Yeah. No, but a lot of people do think they can do it, and a lot of people they just 
they don't they don't understand what it takes. And okay, more than anything, I will say, it's not so much it's not the people. I mean, the people don't bother me. Whatever. It's I, when, at, at home, I want to have sex on my time and do what I want to do. I don't really want to do what people tell me to do, and that's what it is. What you don't want to open up in, at home, <laughs> right? I, I don't. That's not comfortable. You know, I do the up and over so they can get the shot from underneath all the time because I like that position's comfortable and there's no no nothing in the way. It's great. <laughs> I did it yesterday actually. At home or on set? On set. No, I that's the one that's one of the ones I do on set that is actually comfortable and they can still get a good shot of it. You try ever do it at home or sometimes, but not really because I don't need to. I mean, I could. Again, it's not bad. I don't mind it. But uh, not really. Occasionally, but very rarely. That's one I like on set. And I like a, like a pile driver. I like that on set. Oh, I was about to say, in real life? Really? Really? Uh, I do, but I never do it. Because that's an uncomfortable one for her, too. So whoever you have at home, you might, uh, you might care about them a little bit. And you don't want to put them in a... In a uh, compromising position. Plus, they're into that. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So, but I like Pile Driver, especially on set. So, offset, what the hell's been going on? Nothing, man. I don't really do anything exciting. I go, I wake up in the morning around anywhere from like 5.45 to 6.30. Uh, I sit around for about an hour. My favorite time of the day is from the time I wake up until the time my roommate wakes up. Because he talks from the time he wakes up until the time he goes to sleep. And so I'm very laid back. So I like to wake up, maybe have a little... I'm like the, the, the old timer that reads the newspaper in the morning, except I don't read the newspaper. But I'll maybe have a little bit of tea, sit around, scroll through Twitter. And, cup of tea? You have a cup of tea? <laughs> sometimes. It's a, uh, I don't actually drink tea. I drink uh, herbal, uh, herbal tea. So no caffeine. I don't know why I just went into that horrible British accent either. <laughs> Fucking happened. Well, they're known for their tea. They're known for enslaving people to get tea. Right. <laughs> That's how Hong Kong became a fucking colony. The Chinese are like, nah, we're not giving you tea. They said, oh, really? Really? You don't think you're giving us tea? That's where the expression, all the tea, all the tea in China comes from. Right, yeah. The British are like, no, no, no. Yeah. We'll be taking that. Yeah. No, I drink an herbal tea. Uh, actually, out of Boulder, Colorado, Celestial Seasonings is the brand I I drink. Well, fancy. Yeah, you know, it's like a dirty hippie thing. But I always say I'm a clean hippie. Well, as I mentioned earlier, I shower at least a few times a day. But uh, Boulder has been known for the for its dirty hippie background. So I get up, you know, sit around, drink my tea, and then I go work out. And then when I'm done working out, I either go to work or I come back and maybe get on my computer and send a few emails or whatever. And then if I don't want to sit at home, I go sit at a coffee shop and hang out there with my computer. And Not much. I get outside a lot, though. I, I'm, it, even if I'm not, even if I'm at home, I sit out back on the porch. And so, I'm, you know, it's California. It never rains. It's... Uh, generally sunny and fairly warm so i sit around you know hang out i go maybe go for a trail run or do this or do that or i like to drive my truck around a little bit and check out back roads and 
try to you know try to get lost. Found gotten lost anywhere good recently? I did. I found some good places up in the uh, Angeles Forest, up past like Pasadena, up that way. And in fact, I had I was in like Eagle Rock area by Glendale, and I had to go to Acton, and I took the I took the road through the National Forest, which is pretty desolate and awesome. And uh, I, that's that's the way I went. Instead of going around and taking the highways, I went through the National Forest because it was sweet. Uh, so that was cool. I'll go back up there. In fact, I have to work up in Acton again on Saturday. So Wait, they're shooting porn in Acton? Yeah, there's one location up there, which I love because I love to go up there because it's out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, but yeah, we go up there and, and we'll shoot all day. I shoot for this one woman who lives in like San Diego. And she rents this house in Acton, and she comes up, and she'll stay for, like, two days and shoot one whole day for sure and usually hires me. So I go up to Acton, like, you know, probably once a month. Nice. Yeah, it's nice. Like I said, I like it up there because it's quiet. Not many, pe- not near as many people as the Valley. Oh, the Valley. No, nowhere has near as many people as the Valley. I feel like central Los Angeles does. Well, it does, but the valley is just different. Yeah, it's the fucking suburbs. Yeah, it's just a grid, man, and, like, there's so many people. It's ridiculous. That's my biggest complaint. Well, and the heat. I don't like the summer heat. You couldn't pay me to move to the valley? Ugh. <laughs> I I don't love it. Uh, but, again, aside from the people and the heat, it's okay. The furthest you could ever possibly get me to move to the valley Studio City. Yeah. Studio City, Valley Village. See, to me, Studio City, I like it, but it's almost, it feels, okay, it feels as busy, if not more busy than Hollywood with nothing to do. Like, at least Hollywood is Hollywood and there's bars and it's fun and good people watching. Studio City is just people, just locals that live there. There's a couple decent spots. In there are. There's a couple good bars. You know, I found a couple good music spots recently. Oh, um, really? Where? I knew you were going to ask me that. Of course. The, the one place is like an Irish pub. Um, I'm assuming it's on Ventura. No. it's really? on. It's I think it's on Moore Park, so one, one street behind. Um, something 33 maybe, or I can't remember. Really cool place, though. They have bands, I think, every night of the week, and they a lot of times are like rockabilly-ish, uh, country-ish bands, which is kind of up my alley. So. I didn't think you were a country guy. Oh, I love country. I'm from the country. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm a country. Plenty kid. of people are from the country. Don't listen to country. Right, right, right. No, I'm. I grew up in like redneck USA, man, and I can't really shake it. Like, it, I'm, I put on a good front, but I mean, did you lose your virginity to your sister or some shit? No, no. That that's West Virginia. I'm from Pennsylvania. That's not far off. No, no. It's right. It's in, we're neighbors, but no. Uh, but from super redneck area. So I'm I, I grew up hunting and fishing and all that stuff. <laughs> I mean, the mustache tells me otherwise, but I never pictured you as a country guy. See, and I say this all the time: all the hipsters have mustaches and beards. So do rednecks. I'm the redneck side that has the mustache and beard. So you're saying I should edit some banjo music into this motherfucker? <laughs> I love it. Donnie Rock's joining us. No, 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 no. Exactly. I love uh, I love bluegrass. I love country. I love like rockabilly, like Dwight Yoakam, Elvis style. You know that was kind of the original. 
Um, but yeah, that's that's my favorite. And, and you know, I, of course, I like classic rock and that stuff too. But it's fucked up, man. Like Nirvana gets played on classic rock stations now. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They do, which for me is great because I love the '90s alternative. I mean, that was. But it's, it makes me feel so fucking old. Right. Like, but I always used to say this. The the um, classic rock station in my hometown, which is a small town, but they play the same songs over and over and over. And that era was so big. There's so many songs. They have so many songs to pick from. And they pick the same, you know, 30 over and over. But which is good that they're adding bands like Nirvana and Pearl Jam, etc. It's still really fucked up. I mean, we're about the same age, so... Right, and those bands have been around for a long time. I know, it's bands from, you know, when we were in fucking high school being on classic rock, makes me feel fucking old. Right, yeah. You know, I don't, I, I just turned 37, and I don't feel old, uh, but, and, and I've, a number has never bothered me, but recently, around my birthday, when I knew I was turning 37, I started to think about 40, and I think... Again, no number has ever bothered me. I've done great with any hanging out with any age men, hanging out with any age women, getting laid by any age women. Not any over age. eighteen, right? Yeah, over the age of consent, <laughs> right? Um, but I think forty is going to bother me a little bit. That's it's it's done. It's over at that point. You can't really do anything. At least for me, I come from an athletic background, so it's over. So. Yeah, I think 40 is going to bother Yeah, me. you're not going to start your UFC career at 40. I don't think. I mean, I guess I could give it a go, but I don't think. Maybe if they start the Elders League? Right, the the, uh, the Open Division. Or the, the Seniors Division, yeah. Yep. Hey, work on a different ground game than the one you're currently working on. Right, yeah. Well, I ha- yeah, I have the other one. That's how I started but uh, with my wrestling background. But um, yeah, this is a whole different beast. But they're a lot lighter. I mean, we're in different weight classes now. I hope so. I mean, I hope you don't, you know, don't have to bend girls that weigh as much as you. Right. No, I'm like 160. These girls are like 100. So that's great. They're easy to maneuver. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> that's my favorite, though. Like the little 100-pounders. You're into the spinners? The spinners, yeah. Is that real life? or? Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. How's the love life going? Anyone, you know, no, meeting civilians? No, but if I were ever going to date anyone, it would be a civilian, for sure. Uh, but no, I don't really try. I mean, I, I always say this, and I don't mean this to sound any other way than just honest, but I'm a guy's guy. So I, I don't ever try to hang out with chicks. I, I hang out with dudes, and that's what I do. And I've, I'm all male all the time. So no, I don't. And so I don't go out of my way to meet chick civilians either, really. Occasionally, here and there, but. Well, if the opportunity presents itself, of course. Right, exactly. And I'm good at talking to people, so if it's there, it's there. If it's not, it's not. It's okay. That's how I feel about it, too. I mean, it's like, I'm not going to sit here and just fucking spend my nights and days chasing fucking pussy, but, you know, it's around. Exactly, exactly. If it falls in my lap, great. If it doesn't, that's okay, too. I'll put a little more effort than falling in my lap. (laughs) Right. I will, too. That'd be a lie. But yeah, don't lie to my audience. Come on, they don't deserve that. No, they're good people. Right, most of them. What kind are they? I'm all, assuming all eighteen th- to thirty-five males. Okay, is the majority of the demographic. Okay, and probably a handful of industry folk. Okay, makes sense. 
I don't really know. I'm just fucking assuming. And you have mostly industry people on, correct? Uh, we got a fair mix going these days. Okay. Yeah, we've had some comedians on. A couple episodes back, we had fucking a bunch of comedians that I interviewed. Sat down with. I didn't really interview them. I sat down with at LA Podfest. We had Burt Kreischer on, Hal Sparks. Oh, nice. Fucking Marie Valeriano, Sam Levine. It was a Barry Katz, manager to the stars. It was good shit. Ah, nice. Okay. Good. So we just want to keep mixing it up. You know? Yeah. But we got to be honest to the roots. Bring in you know, some porn folk here and there. Of course. And everyone always likes to hear a good porn story. Well, then what do you got for us in a good porn story? Any oh, craziness man. on set recently? <sighs> no. I don't really even have any. The only crazy story I really have, and again, it's not even that crazy. At least I don't think. I had a girl throw up on me one time. It's a total accident, but after two showers, she, she still puked on you. Yeah, she she gagged. Um, oh, and there was they they it it was a set where they had a lot of food, and so that being said, I never eat before a scene. So if even if I were to puke, not that there's anything provoking that, but if I were to, nothing would come up. Anyway, she had eaten a little bit. And I remember them having turkey bacon. And when she puked, there was a piece of turkey bacon oh. Uh, oh. on my, you know, on my junk. And uh, it was really gross. As I mentioned earlier, sex is the most disgusting thing on the planet. That's not sex, dude. That's that's a girl puking. Like. Well, right. Normal sex. <laughs> Just, I don't know what kind of sex you're having. I don't watch your scenes. But in normal sex... Girls don't puke on you. Right, right. Just just letting you know. Okay, okay. I know it's been a while since you've had normal sex. <laughs> yeah. We're clear, right? Yeah. Girls yeah. don't puke on you normally. Yeah. It was totally out of the order. And it's the only time it's happened, so that's good. I, okay, because I was about to say, like, if girls puke on you all the time, I'd understand why you think sex is gross. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, and she was obviously very embarrassed, and I would never mention her name, but uh, I was embarrassed for her. It was a bummer. And so she's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. And I said, it's okay. There's nothing. It's, it's all good. And like, There's no anything. I, I lied, of course, just to make her feel Hey, as long good. as you didn't get puke in your pee hole. Well, I probably did a little bit. but Oh, I'm sure you would have known. That's just got to burn. I showered right away. Yeah, but if it got in your urethra, that would have fucking been horrible. I Yeah, probably. But, okay, so that... You've gotten the old school uh, fucking gonorrhea test, right? Yeah, that thing hurt like crazy. Right. In so, college all the time. I used to go free, so I went all the time. Dude, you're a better man than me. Like, I used to get the HIV test all the fucking time, you know, back, way back in the day. But that Q-tip in my dick, like, hurts. I'll gamble. It hurts, right? Yeah, I did it once. I'm like, no, no. It nah. just burns so bad. Yeah, that and then the- it burns for hours. Yeah, yeah, that was the big... It didn't even hurt at the time. It burned for like... An hour later for the rest of the day. Yeah, the next time you pee, like, oh my fucking God, what the right. fuck? Yeah, I hated that. I hated it, but I, it was almost like a, I didn't like it, don't get me wrong. I'm not, that's not where I'm going with this, but it was almost like a glutton for punishment type of thing. But I, I guess I was probably doing so much banging that I, I, I owed it to myself to suffer through the pain. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't agree with that statement. <laughs> There's never a good reason to have a Q-tip stuck. Well, I mean, 
yes, there's a good reason at the time to have a Q-tip shoved in your dick, but it's not really a good reason. Right. And they still test you like that in Europe. Well, fuck Europe then. Yeah. Fucking savages. Right. <laughs> Commies. Why can't you fucking pee for them? Yeah, I don't know. They're not up to date on the uh, technology. Well, fuck. <laughs> Thankfully, I'm not a performer. I get my test done in the States. There you go. And you just blood. Oh, no, I'll, I'll pee. In. Oh, blood and pee. Yeah, 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 that's what I do. As yeah. long as... No. Ugh, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it hurts. I haven't had it. I remember the first time I did that, like, went to a free clinic. That doctor was not gentle. Little Indian lady. She's just like, lean back, don't look. Just pop. Look. Uh, (laughs) It's the worst shit ever. That was a long time for me. I probably hadn't had that. I probably haven't had that done since like 2003, 2004. Yeah, it's got to be like early 2000s for me also. Yeah. Yeah. Well, college, when I was in college. Yeah, when I, the next time I went for an STD, I mean, yeah, my civilian days, there was some laps in getting tested. Right, yeah, yeah, me too. Not that I'm not a I'm porn agent, you know what I fucking mean. Right. You know, but I say this all the time. I, I've never had anything, knock on wood, and I think it was because I chose wisely. I think that's part of it. Like, for example, I wasn't banging crackheads on the street. Not saying crackheads all have STDs, but... I would say the liability is higher. Or the risk is higher. Uh, but I wasn't doing that. I was choosing wisely. Well, I don't know, man. The one time I got chlamydia, I got it from a civilian I was banging on the regular. Like, it was my regular fuck buddy. We had been banging for six months. The rule was, like, no protection with us, protection with other people. Wow. She burned me. Right. And I wasn't even upset that she burned me. Like, shit happens. Right. It was what it was. I was pissed off when she took no ownership of the situation. Ooh, yeah. She's like, I came back negative. You obviously got blackout drunk and banged somebody else. But she's told me that she had done a round of antibiotics for a lung infection like a week Uh, earlier. And she's like, no, my doctor says those antibiotics wouldn't kill chlamydia. I'm like, no, they're antibiotics. That's how antibiotics work. (laughs) That's suspect. Yeah. No, she's obviously a piece of shit, and I shouldn't have been sticking my dick in her in the first place. <laughs> well, that happens, too, all the time. Oh, yeah. No, I have horrible taste in women. Horrible. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I've been pretty, You know, I, I'm really picky. I think that's why I... I haven't really had many girlfriends, but that's probably by choice. Uh, but even, like, hooking up. Well, I mean, you're banging on set all the time, so it's not like you got to really get that need out. No, no, and that's what I mean. That's kind of where I was going earlier. I'm a guy's guy, so if I'm trying to hang out, it's with dudes. And if I'm trying to get laid, I don't try to get laid because I get laid, you know. So it's, I, it's kind of a built-in best-case scenario for me. That's a good thing, you know, Digital Playground found you. Right. <laughs> oh, no, uh, X Ham- the Sex Factor. Sex Factor. Which, yeah. is, which is owned by X Hamster now. I give them their little plug. They're do, you know they're doing a um, speaking of the mustache, they're doing a thing for Movember. Uh, they're looking for, for the performer with the best mustache, and they're going to match donations or fundraising donations to uh, the the organization of my choice or whoever's choice. You're like I'm winning this. Right, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> you should, Donnie. Seriously, you should just roll the set with Nair. 
and other male talent, the girl that's just like, whoops, my bad. Right. Oh, I didn't mean to get your upper lip. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I dressed, I initially carved this mustache so you guys can see it. Here it is. Uh, I initially carved this mustache because I was kind of busting my buddy's balls, who's a performer and had a mustache, has a mustache. Uh, I carved it and I was like, okay, this will be cool. And then I was like, okay, I'll be him for Halloween. So I was him for Halloween, and then when I carved it, it was so good, and I said, you know, I can't shave this now. I have to keep it. So now I, you know, here we are, November whatever, and I still have it. And so now I'm thinking I'll keep it through the month of November since it is no-shave November, and at that point, it'll be December 1st, and we're only a month and a half from AVN. So... I kind of want to keep it for AVN. And if I keep it for AVN, it's going to be, like, burly. It's going to be good. Lumberjack. Like that uh, dude from um, fucking one of those chopper shows. Fucking. Uh, yeah. Paul. Big Paul. Big Paul, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you want to see someone ridiculous? That is that you? Yeah, that's me. Oh, man. On mic, please. Donnie, on mic. Where where was that? What, what so is that? So that was for Wood Rocket. Okay. That was for an episode of Sex in Public. Okay. And yeah, I was playing a redneck named Jesco. It's so good. It's it's a little uneven. And that's the tricky part. And I'm a perfectionist, so if it's not perfect, I just shave it off. This one, I nailed it. And so I'm like, okay, I have to keep this now. For as a long while. as you don't fuck up trimming it. That's- I know, I know. And I, I'm very careful. I well, I use a comb and I pull it to the side. I, comb, I, I trim underneath or, you know, on the edge. And I do the same thing all the way around. Yeah, that's why I just rock a full beard these days, because I used to, you know, goatee, must, goatee, mutton chop, shit like that. Fuck it up all the time. Yeah. I, and see, here's the thing. I say this all the time. I would love to have someone, you know, go to a barber and have them, like, carve me up. But on the same token, I've let people do my, which, again, this is not, like, the redneck in me, but I've let people give me a manicure, and... They don't do it exact. They don't do it perfectly, and so then I just take it over and I do my, you know, I trim my nails. But I'm very picky on the beard, and so that's why I just do it. That's cool. I mean, what well, works for you? I, that's why I just, as I said, I rock the full beard. I would fuck it up. There's only been a handful of times I've spent the money on, you know, a professional shave. Yeah, it's really nice when you do do it though. I know, I know. Did I show you? Have I ever shown you the picture of my six-month beard? Mm-mm. Oh, where is it? Oh, here. This thing was so sick. I had this beard for six months. Didn't touch it. I I, I trimmed to my neck because I hate hair down on my neck. Uh, but this thing is ridiculous. Check that out. Nice. Nice. That's good, right? You definitely look like you were about to shoot up a clinic. Right. It was great. I tried. And, you know, I'm into things. Uh, like, I always say my I'm most comfortable being uncomfortable. So I would try. You know, I've hitchhiked several times. Most of the times I didn't need a ride or anything. I just It was just something fun to do. But I tried hitchhiking with that beard which is a blast because you wait and wait and wait and wait. Yeah, no one's picking you up. Right. You look like a fucking vagabond. <laughs> but I loved it. It's great. 
And the chicks that here's the thing, and this is what I was talking with my buddy about that has the mustache, Charles. Uh, the chicks that like it love it. The ones that don't hate it, and that's okay because again, the ones that like it absolutely love it, and you're in. This is true. This is I wholly agree on that shit. Like, <laughs> it's like chicks. It's with anything: beards, shaved heads. You know, mustaches. If they if they like it, they love it, and that's their type. Oh yeah, no, I told some girl I was seeing not too long ago. Like, yeah, I'm thinking about just shaving it off just for the fuck of it. She's like, what? The fuck's wrong with you? Exactly. I'm like, I'm never fucking you again if you're clean shaven. I'm like, yeah, okay. I'll let it grow. I uh, will let it go. I will keep the beard. It's cool. I prefer this because I look. I look like I'm goddamn twelve when I'm clean shaven. Right. Way. I'm the same way for the most part. Which is why I get all the, like, boy-next-door, boyfriend-husband roles. Yeah, I just get cast as a goddamn rabbi. <laughs> well, speaking of that, I'm excited for award season. Me too. I am rooting for you. And everyone I know that's in the, AV, or the Hall of Fame, I'm going to tell them when they cast their vote to vote for you. They better. Shit. It was, it was a stellar performance. Thank you. Thank you. I did, I did try. It took multiple takes to get that motherfucker down. Did it? Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, because I had to get the goddamn accent. Right. What, what, what was it again? Can you do it? Can you... Uh... Baruch Hashem, Joanna. Baruch Hashem. <laughs> it's, a bit, it's a mitzvah. I'm still fucking it up. But I think that's as close as I'm going to get on one take. What was the movie called? Jews Love Black Cock. Okay. And who were the girls? Rizzo Ford, Jennifer White, uh, Bella Danger, Joanna, of course. Uh, I'm trying to think who else was in that movie. It was all actual Jewish girls. I was going to say, was it? Yeah. Okay. Huh. All right. And is it a good plot, or is it just pretty straightforward? Uh, It's a decent plot. Basically, I, as Rabbi Mordecai, asked Joanna, the matchmaker, to set my daughters up with, you know, Good Jewish men. Turns out they all love black cock. Wait, these were all of the girls in the movie were your daughters? Yeah. Oh, so you had a big family. Well, yeah. You know, Orthodox Jew. I don't pull out. Right, right. Of course. Now, are you Jewish? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm a really bad Jew, but I am a Jew. Right. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Huh. Yeah, I'm a horrible, horrible Jew. I love pork. Well, non-practicing, right? Yeah. So, speaking of the big beard. Is that you? Oh, that's me. That's a good one. That's Duck Dynasty style. That's me in Australia in 2014. Did you go there on vacation? I did. How was it? Pretty rad. Uh, Ended up partying with the bar staff at some bar I met at uh, Tuesday till like fucking 5 o'clock in the morning. What time of year did you go? I went July of 2014. So winter. Yeah, their winter. winter. It wasn't fucking cold. It was like 50s, 60s. What part of... Uh, I went to Sydney. Okay, yeah. And fucking... I went by myself. Uh-huh. Best way to, best way to roll. It, I love it. Sometimes, sometimes not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like doing solo vacations, but I also like doing like... Right. I have a regular crew I travel with. Okay. Like, you know, my buddies... We went to Cuba together. We went to Japan together. We just went to Amsterdam, Munich, and Helsinki. Well... Amsterdam and Munich together. They pushed out on Helsinki. Finland was rad, bitches. 
There you go. I want to go up that way. Dude, I just got back a month ago. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. Seriously, we were talking about it at the party. We got up. I know. Organized our Oktoberfest trip. I know. I, I keep threatening to go there too. The the what brings that or what brought the Australia th- or what made me think about the Australia thing is I have buddies that live there, um, about an hour and a half south of Sydney, in uh, Wollongong is the name of the town. There's a university there, but in January and of course it's always the same weekend as AVN. They have Australia Day, which is like Fourth of July in the U.S. Oh, nice. And they say it is ridiculous. So it's summer, keep in mind. So it's like 95 degrees, blasting. Everyone's at the beach. And they say it is ridiculous. And they say, American, if for me, you know, a guy who can talk and whatever, I go down there, I will murder it. Oh, you will. So <laughs> my personal experience, my anecdotal evidence, I just rolled into bars and girls were just buying me shots. Yeah. Like, Boy, what's an American doing here? <laughs> so I was there on the Fourth of July, and my line to all. Oh, these you girls, were there on the Fourth. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. So my line to all these girls was, "I just wanted to spend Independence Day with other colonials this year." <laughs> Did they like that? <laughs> but seriously, girls were and alcohol is fucking prohibitively expensive down there. Really? Like, you go to a bar. A mixed cocktail, like a, a craft cocktail? Yeah. 19 Australian dollars. Wow. And girls were Which buying, is like 12 in LA. And at the time, it was like 85 Australian, 85 cents Australian to the US dollar. Okay, okay. So, like, the dollar was a little stronger down there. Right. But not enough to offset fucking $20 drinks. Right. Wow, that's crazy. But girls were just buying me drinks. Left and right. Left and right. Now, Shit. What, what fucked me up was, I'm in this one bar. It's called Earl's Juke Joint. It's in Newtown. Why is, have I heard of that? Is there another one? Like in Nashville or something? Maybe. Okay. But this place uh, is in Newtown, Australia. Just outside of Sydney. Uh-huh. It's supposed to be like the hipster area. Right, right. Wait, like a suburb of Sydney? Yeah. Okay, okay. Just hop the train. Right. Because it's like, oh, this is supposed to be the hip part of town. Right, right, right. Okay. I didn't want to do... T- I, I, whenever I travel, I try to avoid touristy shit. Right, of course. I fucking try to find like where artist districts and shit like that are. Right. So I roll into the spot. I'm drinking. Girls are buying me drinks. I'm talking to this really fucking smoking redhead. She's buying me drinks. They're all hot from what I hear. A lot of them are. Yeah. And I'm like, it's fucking on. It is fucking on. Last call happens. I'm like, so where do we go get breakfast or something like that? Because, you know... <laughs> Trying to separate her from the pack. Right, of course. Her fucking cock-blocking friend rolls up to her, like, slams a phone into her chest like, your boyfriend's been texting me all night, turn your phone on. <laughs> and what'd she say? She just kind of scurried away. I'm like, womp, womp. Uh, like, motherfucker. What a bummer. You were in, though. Oh, I Well, she was avoiding him. Yeah, she turned her phone off to yeah. not respond to his sex. Like, yeah. I was in... Uh, Oh, that's a bummer. Well, yeah, and especially because it's a goal for me to you know, bang on all seven continents. Yeah, that could. That's a good goal. Okay, but here's the thing, because it's kind of a mission to get there, right? Right. So what happens if it doesn't? Then you have to go back. Well, yeah, I have to go back to Australia because I did not bang. Right, on Australia. right, right. Exactly. But like I had, I totally zigged where I should have zagged a couple times on that trip. Right. So, what also happened? 
Uh, night or two beforehand. I roll into a random pub at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. As you should. As I should. I'm by myself. Of course I'm day drinking. Right. <laughs> Cute blue-haired bartender covered in tattoos. Oh, that's right up your alley. I'm like, oh, hey. Order a whiskey, sit down. A lot of pubs in Australia have like off-track horse betting. So uh-huh. I'm just like watching the races, drinking my whiskey. I hear her say to the other bartender, I got a shoot coming up. Oh, my wow. ears kind of perk up. I roll over to the bar. I'm like, did you say you shoot? Who do you shoot for? Turns out she's an Australian suicide girl. Ah. So, you know, so they have suicide girls outside the U.S. Oh, yeah. no, the Because I'm not overly familiar with the suicide girls. The Australian suicide girls are actually probably the hotter ones in a lot of cases. Really? No shade at the American suicide girls. Y'all are beautiful, too. Okay. I need to get on the website. Just Twitter. Not my style, but I, I, some of them are really hot. Yeah, definitely. So I start talking to her up. You know, I tell her about, like, yeah, I'm involved with the industry. What'd she say to that? She ended up buying me a bunch of drinks. She bought my dinner. Oh, wow. I ended up partying with her, the other bartender, the bar back, and one of their friends. Till last call, we closed the bar. We end up at the bar back's house playing drinking games. I know you didn't get laid because you already said that. Yeah. Oh, no. I blacked out drunk. Okay. I was drinking for 15 hours. Right. Okay. 15 fucking hours. And whiskey. That's a mistake. See, if I know I'm going to be there all day, I have to at least start with beer. I didn't think I was going to be there all day. Okay, fair, fair. It was literally like, got a whiskey and then realized this is where I parked my car. Right, right. Oh, this is where I'm supposed to be. Yeah, we're playing drinking games. I broke up. There's GoPro footage of this. I still have it on my hard drive. I cannot bear to watch it to this day. I hear how drunk I am, and it's like nails on a goddamn chalkboard. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to fuck you. Fuck you in your own house. Like, just that drunk. <laughs> Fucking annihilate. Every time I see or hear a video of myself, I want to quit drinking. Oh, it, and I'm not, I don't, I don't have a problem. Well, I mean, apparently I do if I hate myself when I drink. But uh, I, it's, it's never good. No, but I, I just hear how drunk I am and how much of an ass I'm right, thinking of myself. Right, yeah, me too. And all I know is, obviously, we were out of bourbon by the time we made it to that house. So I moved from scotch. I drank them out of scotch. And I don't like scotch. Our audience knows I don't like scotch. I'm a bourbon drinker. I'm a rye drinker. American whiskeys. <laughs> I love scotches. Ugh. Mostly single malts. But then I moved on to vodka because oh. I just needed more booze. Because that's what was there. Yeah. Yeah, I was drinking like vodka and Sprite. Right. Because my stomach was so like turned at that point. Like, oh, I can't do this straight. Right. I, I know I boot and rallied at one point. Oh, wow. But otherwise. I don't really know what happened. Like, I watched a little bit of the GoPro footage. I definitely made out with her at one point with the GoPro on my head. Ah. But other than that, I have no fucking idea what happened that night. Except that I woke up with the world's worst bruise. I mean, uh... Did that never get posted on my goddamn Instagram? Fuck. Sometimes when I get that drunk, I feel totally fine in the morning. And then I'm just really tired the rest of the day. Oh, no, it was bad. Like, I woke up in dude's house and didn't, no clue where I was. I'm like, uh, where am I? Like, I'm in some Were they all there? Yeah, they were all there. Okay. They were sleeping. Yeah, but I 
woke up in some bed, and then moved to another bed. And I'm just like, what the fuck happened? I mean, for all I know, her and I did bang. Right. I don't think we did. I really don't think we did. You know, I've as drunk as I've gotten so many times, and as many chicks that I've banged, I have never forgotten. I could be blacked out the whole night, not the whole night, but most of the night, and I remember hooking up with the chick. Until recently, it happened to me. I don't remember. I, I remember the initial like hookup. We started like kissing or whatever, and then I don't remember the sex. First time ever. I'm 37. Got laid first when I was 15. <laughs> Didn't start drinking until I was 18, though. So, Well, that's a goddamn shame. You had a lot of catching up to do. How old were you when you started drinking? Uh, probably 14, 13 or 14. Okay. So I pulled it up on my fucking... I woke up with this bruise. Oh, is that your back? No, that's my chest. Oh, that's the front. Okay. Hence why my beard is hanging down. Right. Okay, well, and you don't know what happened. No, I woke up the next morning from that night with that fucking bruise. Did it hurt? Oh, yeah. It looks like it hurt. That, look how fucking big that is. Right. So, for the audience at home who can't see this, there is a fist-sized bruise on my pec. Right. And I, I text all the Australians, like, so did one of you guys punch me last <laughs> night? I mean, it's cool if you did. I probably deserved it. You needed it. it. Yeah, yeah. If someone punched me this hard, I deserved it. It's cool. Right. Everyone's like, no, no one punched you. No one punched you. We have no idea what happened. What the fuck? It's still a mystery to this day. I possibly fell. I I possibly just fell over. Well, you could watch the footage, right? I could review the footage. I know at one point there was a bunch of GoPro footage for the GoPro just sitting under a table. Ah, uh, so you, you took it off for a while. Or you blacked out. Or I collapsed with right, it on right, and right. it fell off my head. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'd like to watch the footage. It's sitting on my hard drive. I will happily let you watch it because okay. I can't bring myself to do it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I want to watch it sometime. That could be good. I should start wearing one around when the nights I get really drunk because I don't – I drink – but I don't get drunk that often. I get drunk maybe once every couple months, like drunk, like blackout drunk. Um, and it's always a shit show. And I don't remember. I've blacked out ever since I can remember. Like if I drink a lot, I black out. And I always used to say like, you know, like my ex-girlfriend, oh, I was blacked out. Like, come on, <laughs> you know, and it's no real excuse. I'm not, I'm not making up any excuses, but I, that's what happens to me. I black out. Some people remember everything, and that just blows my mind. I'm like 50. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm like 80 20. The greater majority of the time, I remember what happened. But there's those times where I go really hard, and I don't remember shit. I mean, in Japan last year, I remember rolling into the bar. I remember my friends bailing on me because I decided I wanted to try to fuck the bartender. Was okay. I have a couple questions. One, were you in Japan with your regular crew? Yeah. Okay. Two, were the most of the people in Japan Japanese, like the bartender, for example? Yeah. No. So we, ro- I've told the story oh. before, but so we roll into this bar called Science in Shinjuku. It's supposed to be a rock and roll bar. We roll in. Bartender has dyed blonde hair and wearing a Cannibal Corpse shirt. And she's Japanese. Yeah. Or he? She. Okay. She, dick. Okay. 
<laughs> just making sure. And I'm like, this is where I want to be. I just start hanging out. Like, at one point, I take my hoodie off and reveal my tattoos, which was a little bit of a social faux pas. Right, right of course. Right, because they don't like the tattoos, right? Right. They have criminal connotations, like wearing gang colors. Right. No visible tattoos. So, but the bartender's like, oh, I got one on my shoulder. I'm like, can I see it? She's like, no, I'm too shy. I'm too shy. And I'm drinking a bullshit with her. My buddies are like, we're going to go somewhere else, man. I'm like, that's cool. I think I'm in. I think I'm in. I'm going to stick around. I remember watching some bands that were, eh. At this bar. At this bar. And then the next thing I remember is being at a station in a different district trying to get out of a planter. With her? No, just me. Okay. So you like I called the cab. Actually I remember I remember parts of the cab right there. I called the cab and couldn't communicate to where our Airbnb was. So I told him to drop me at the major station that was near the Airbnb. I remember waking up in the cab, puking out the window. And then when I got to the station, I sat down in a planter, like a you know, planter. Right. Plant, right. Flowers. And then passed the fuck out in the planter. Is this outside or inside? Outside. Okay. And Was it warm? It was April. It was like 60s. Okay. I mean, I had, I had a hoodie on. Okay, okay. I mean, a hoodie covered in puke, but a, well, right. but a hoodie. Nonetheless. And I'd wake up every once in a while and be like, I know the Airbnb is that way. Uh, but I just can't make it. I oh, just can't make the it. Worst. Pass back out. Eventually, and there's a hilarious text string between me and my friends of me basically texting gibberish about how I'm going to die. Yeah. I eventually sober up enough to call another cab and like show them on my phone where I need to go. He drops me off. I realize, holy fuck, I don't have cash on me anymore. Do they take card? I don't think I could comprehend that at that point. Okay. It was the equivalent of 14 bucks. I paid them all in coins. Wow. Okay. But in Japan, like up, up to five bucks is in coins. Right, right. But I, I paid them in like $14 coins. Right. And stumbled upstairs, like, soaked in the fucking tub in our Airbnb for a while and then passed the fuck out. Was everyone staying in the same Airbnb? Yeah. How many people? Four of us. Okay. And it was tiny. Okay. Literally, like, it was four bunk beds in one room. Oh, wow. Uh, I'll pull up a picture of this motherfucker. It was ridiculous. But it was so cheap. It was so worth it. And, okay, let me ask you this. Were they all back? No, they showed up like an hour later while I was... Oh, so they, no one was there. Okay, that's good. While I was still in the tub, like they rolled back in. Okay. Uh, there it is. That's the whole Airbnb. Wow, that's smaller than a dorm room. Yeah. Or like an old school dorm room. Now. Yeah, we refer to it as summer camp. <laughs> right. <laughs> for the audience at home, go back through my Instagram, look for a picture of Carl the Party Lawyer, Oatmeal and Dead Dave... Standing in front of four bunk beds. That was our whole fucking Airbnb. And, you know, violent crime is almost non-existent in Japan. Right. But a common crime that does happen, 
is people will drug you and max your credit cards. Ah. So I'm like, I blacked out way too hard. Someone uh, to not get taken advantage of. Right. Like someone made a drug me. I checked my bank account. I'm missing 300 bucks. Like, what the fuck happened? I'm freaking out for a minute. Check my wallet. Pulled out $300 the night before. Oh, nice. Drunk bat knew how to get home. Right. <laughs> and uh, the, the worst part is I freaked out. I'm like, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to pay this cab. I may have to run on him. Right. And paid him in the coins that I had in my pocket. And you had 300 bucks. I had 300 bucks cash on me. I got drugged one time in Vegas. And What it, happened? Okay. I've been drugged one time. Again, I black out all, on my own all the time, which is fine. But I got we went into a strip club. Uh, there was a handful of buddies. Our one buddy, he's loaded. So we, you know, we get down. We sit at this private table, bottle service left and right. And uh, he gives, I, uh, the, basically the last thing I remember, he gives this girl that I was into. I, I, keep in mind, too, I don't like strip clubs. I never have my whole life. They're a waste of money. They are. And for me, I love to gamble. I love to fuck off and whatever. But strip clubs is not the way I do it. So anyway, I remember him giving this girl a $100 bill and saying, take him upstairs. So that was the last thing I remember. And come to find out that that's what they do at strip clubs. They drug you and try to take all your money. And so... In Vegas? Well, I think everywhere. But I would think more specifically Vegas, yeah. Which club? Fucking put them on blast. Fuck them. It was uh, Sapphire. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm I, I say that because I'm about ninety five percent sure it was them. Uh I just remember my buddy's bill saying something steakhouse because they, they Yeah. You know. Uh, but anyway, that was the la- that was the last thing I remember. That was probably ten, eleven o'clock at night. I called my buddies the next day. I, oh, well, okay. So many things happened, and I don't remember. But I remember very little bits and pieces throughout the night, morning. And um, one, I remember being at this blackjack table because I love to gamble. I remember being at this blackjack table with all these older dudes that were like 65 plus, And they were... I was probably so annoying because I was so wasted, you know? And it was probably 9 o'clock. Who knows? Probably 7 o'clock in the morning when those guys gamble. And I was at a blackjack table. And, of course, I was winning. So I was being more of a dick than I would have been if I were losing and obnoxious and whatever. And I remember I had a backpack on. And that was it. I was just cruising Vegas, myself, a backpack, wasted on, you know, I got drugged. And... I got woke up in a little, you know, those little uh, plastic bus shelters along on the sidewalk where the yeah yeah. I the cops woke me up there, like tapping me with the stick, the billy club, being like, "Hey, you got to get up, you got to get out of here." I'm like, "Shit, okay." I'm so confused. I'm so dazed and confused. I remember calling my buddies, and they were like, "Where are you?" I'm like, "I have no idea." They said, "Okay, what? Look up. What is around you?" You know, and I'm like. I said, okay, I see this sign and this sign. They're like, okay, we know right where we, right where you are. Stay right there. We'll be right there to pick you up. So we were actually there for a wrestling tournament. <clears throat> and they, I thought, in, I remember in the morning was the semifinals of the wrestling tournament. And when they picked me up, I said, 
they said, we're going over to the gym. I said, okay, sweet. Are we going over for the semifinals, which were like at 10 or something in the morning? And they all started laughing. And I'm like, what's so funny? And again, you have to understand how much of a daze I'm in. I have no idea what's going on around me. I'm awake, luckily. And I remember everything from this point forward. And they said, we're going over to the finals, which was at like 6 o'clock in the evening. So I lost not 24 hours, but I lost a lot of hours drugged, roaming Vegas, gambling, just fucking off. (laughs) Oh, shit. They got me. It was great. It was like, you know, saving grace. So we go over to the finals. I'm, I feel horrible. I, my buddy has an Elvis costume, so I dress up as Elvis. Still, still like, messed up slash feeling horrible. And uh, then after the finals, we all go eat. I never forget. We walked in the restaurant, and they were, they were walking us to our table. I turned around. I walked right back out the front door. And I puked. I can count on one hand how many times I've puked from partying in my life. I walked right back out the front door. And I puked in the bush. And I came back in and I felt much better, but I still wasn't okay. So I drank so much water. And that night, that, so that was a Saturday night. All my friends were leaving Sunday. And for some reason, I was leaving Monday. I can't remember why. And so they're all, <clears throat> you know, go to bed Saturday night. They're all getting up. Sunday, getting ready to go to the airport and leave. And I was, I felt horrible. And I don't know if you've ever been drugged, but what it does is it super dehydrates you. I mean, the only time I've been drugged is what I've done to myself. Right. No, this was, this was not self-induced. So you think you're roofied or? Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally roofied. And so my joints hurt. Everything hurts so bad. And I was really, I was so tired, you know, I was exhausted. And every time you yawn. My shoulders would hurt so bad. I'll never forget it. So I was like afraid to yawn. I was so tired and I couldn't sleep. So I had to keep yawning. You know, it was like the biggest like Chinese finger trap in the world. Uh, so I kept yawning. My shoulders were in excruciating pain. And so anyway, I finally get to sleep, go to bed. It's Sunday. I wake up. It's Sunday. I'm still there. Or, or no, no, no. That was, yeah, that was Saturday night. We wake up Sunday. And uh, my buddies all leave. I'm there just hanging out. And I remember I lost I lost quite a bit of money on the week. Probably a couple grand at the time. I was just out of college. Oh, so you're like 22, 23? Yeah, I didn't have any money, you know. <clears throat> and um, I lost a couple grand. Probably had 100 bucks left in my account. Was this the first time to Vegas? Or? No, no. I, I, I've been to Vegas. Now I've been to Vegas probably close to 100 times. But it well, was... back then. No, back then it was probably my... It was under 10, but probably about five, maybe a little more. But it was the first time I say that it was the first time I it was the first or second time I could actually do something because before I was there for um, sport, I was I was. An well, athlete. if you're under 21, I don't really count that going to Vegas. Well, right. Exactly. And so I went huge, needless to say. And so Sunday rolls around and I'm broke and I'm sitting around. And I think to myself, I have no money. I have to at least, you know, there's only one way to get your money back in Vegas. <laughs> you try to go win it back, right? Uh, or you could sell your asshole. Right. And I wasn't going to do that. <laughs> Probably should have at that point because everything hurts so bad. But um, so I go down to the casino. And I'll never forget this story as long as I live. I go down to the casino. It's like midday. That's probably like 2, 3 o'clock. Yeah, midday. And um, I'm playing. I have like 50 bucks to my name, literally. And I'm playing blackjack at uh, 
O'Shea's. Oh, I remember O'Shea's. Which I love. I love that. I love that whole little area right there. Like the kind of sketchy center strip. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's great. Like, um, there was O'Shea's and there was, um, there's Flamingo right beside there. Imperial Palace. Imperial Palace. I loved the Imperial Palace. The IP's gone. Yeah, it's gone. It's, um, hell, O'Shea's is part of the Cromwell now. Right, right. Uh, so I'm playing, I'm playing blackjack and then, you know, you can play the little side bet, the lucky ladies. Yep. So I, I, I either, for me, I either play the lucky ladies or I don't, and I don't get hung up on it. And I was playing it. I was like, fuck it. No, no, I take it back. I played the blackjack for a while and I wasn't playing it just because I only had 50. I think I started with 50 bucks and, uh, That's I like actually, fucking five hands. No, I know. So, but I started winning a little. And so I, you know, I was up maybe a hundred. Right. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to start playing the Lucky Ladies. Started playing the Lucky Ladies, and I hit the Lucky Ladies for $1,200. i will never forget it. <laughs> I was so pumped. So I'm back. Like, next thing you know, I'm back. I still feel fucking horrible, but I'm back. And so, you know, I put, all, for the most part, put the money in my pocket. I take, like, a couple hundred bucks, keep playing, and maybe made another hundred or, or lost a hundred. And I put, put it in my pocket. I got up. I walked out, and I was, it was a win for the weekend, even though I felt like shit. So I went back, go to bed, and I fly out Monday morning. That was that, was that Vegas trip. But I got drugged. That was kind of the moral of the story, and it was horrible. It doesn't sound like you lost out too bad from it, though. No, I, at, the, at the end of the day, it was a win, right? Right. Because I got drugged. I learned what that was all about. You got a good story out of it. I got a good story out of it, and I got my money back. And life was good. Yeah. Dude. I got really wasted. <laughs> well, that's what you do in Vegas. Especially <laughs> right. like when you're there like the first handful of times. Like, right. Vegas! Yeah. No, the great marketing. Great marketing out of those motherfuckers. Yeah. Dude, the first time I went to Vegas, holy shit. <laughs> So I rolled with two like two buddies of mine. Well, how old were you? This was two thousand four. So, so you were of age. I was twenty three. Yeah. Okay. I went with two buddies from work, and I booked our hotels. So we got in like middle of the night on Sunday night. I booked a hotel on, like Monday. Right. Like most anywhere else you go in the world, they let you into the room when you show up in the middle of the night. Right. Little did I know. Vegas ain't like that. <laughs> so we had all worked that Sunday. Oh, jeez. Got a little bit of sleep on the flight. And you're coming from? Chicago. Okay. We land. We get to the fucking hotel. We try to check in. They're like, oh, check-in is until 9 a.m. It's midnight at this point. Oh, We've wow. all been up since, you know, ass early on Sunday morning right. in Chicago. Right. It was a turbulent fucking flight. Got a little bit of sleep. Okay. We leave our bags with the bellhop. Say fuck it. Fuck it. And we go hit it fucking hard. We hit it hard (laughs) all fucking night. Just like walk up and down the strip. Just open alcohol. Like for two of us, this is our first Vegas trip. So we're just like, Vegas! Of course. So pumped. Yeah, 20 fucking 324. Right. Fucking, who needs sleep? It's on. Right. 9 a.m. comes around. We roll back to the hotel. We're like, oh, we'd like to check in now. Like Your room's not ready. They're like, oh, you're checked in. The rooms are available at 11. Like, what? What? <laughs> are you fucking, what? The three of us went to the penny slots. I took turns sleeping at the penny slots 
the third guy who stood awake flagged down the waitress to get us coffees. Oh, wow. We eventually made it into the room. That sucks. I'm so glad I don't have to have to do stuff like that anymore. Not saying I don't, but I don't have to anymore. Well, our stupid asses should have been like, is there a room available tonight? <laughs> like, right, but who knows? Maybe you couldn't afford it at the time or something, you know? No, we don't all definitely had money. Okay, okay. I honestly don't, none of us thought. Like, in hindsight, knowing how Vegas works. There was a room. There, we were at Excalibur. There was definitely a room. Right. 700 rooms, yeah. Right. None of us thought to ask, how much for a room tonight then? Not right. one of us. <laughs> now, wait, though. Would you have, because first time, you can't say, oh, we would have just gone upstairs and gone to bed. I don't know. We lost Monday. Like, literally, the three of us. Yeah, but that happened. That's what happens. I mean, it, nothing. it's never planned like that. No, not at all. The three of us made it up to the room, like, collapsed in our beds. The bellhop brought the bag up. It was like an argument to see who would actually answer the door for the bellhop. <laughs> all I know is it wasn't me. <laughs> we lost Monday. Monday was just gone. Like, we woke up on Tuesday. Yeah, it happens, man. And... The rest of the trip was all right. It, the other like goofy highlight of the trip is one of the nights I got pissed drunk early and decided to call it early. Just like, I'm trashed. That's hard for me to do there because you're afraid you'll miss something. You know? I know. Horrible fellow. My asshole friends picked up a hooker in the bar and brought her into the room. Like Without that, they just opened the door and let her in. Like, go take care of her. Ah. Uh. I woke up to some random girl in my room. Hey, your friend said you're looking for a good time. I fucking freaked out. Like, what the fuck? Get the fuck out of my... What the fuck? Get the fuck out of my room. (laughs) Fucking assholes. The worst part, at the time I didn't care, but in hindsight, those assholes didn't even take care of her for her time. Ah. Wouldn't, wouldn't she collect the payment before she would go in the room? She apparently didn't. She's a bad hooker. She is a bad hooker. Yeah, that's hooker 101. Well, you're a bad hooker if you go up to some random room and then get let into a room with the people who picked you up don't go in with you. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah, That should strike me as a little shady. Right, right. That's, that's valid. I mean, it was, it was a girl that they didn't call. They picked her up at the bar at Excalibur. Right, of course. Come on, Donnie. Don't fall asleep on the audience. No, you know what happened? Speaking of... Well, okay. She is not a hooker. I don't know if she's a hooker, but I don't think she is, and I don't think she would lie to me. But I was at... I think it... I was at a club. and I don't know why, because I don't go to clubs, but um, I think it was in MGM, and I, I have a friend that lives there, and I said, hey, come over. Meet me over here. I hadn't seen her in a while. She came over. I walked outside the club, she we she walked up to me. We walked over to like a, you know, a slot machine. Just kind of sat down, and started BSing, and it, un, an, uh civilian dressed security or police or whatever they are came over to her and said, "Hey, you're not allowed in here. Uh, we've seen you basically soliciting in here before. Your face or whatever is on record." And she was she kind of got pissed because she's like, "No, blah blah blah." And I said, because I'm 
fairly good friends that I was like, hey, like, have you hooked? Actually, I think she may hook. And I was, it happens. Yeah, it yeah. Fucking happens. And I said, have you done it in here? She's like, I swear to you, I've never been in here. I've never done it. It doesn't mean that she wasn't hooking on one of the other casinos' properties because it's like, if you're well, right. MGM. Well, yeah. yeah. So MGM is also New York, New York, Excalibur, right. Mandalay, Luxor. Yeah. Those are all MGM properties. Right. So it's like, I hook at, Lu- I hook at Luxor. Right. You're, They're you're, obviously sharing information. Yeah. Yeah, and they booted her. I was kind of bummed, um, and I kind of felt bad for her. And the guy, like, I said to the guy, I went up to him. I vouched for her because I was like, hey, man, listen, she's literally my friend. That's what she thought. I was trying to to buy her. That's what they thought. I was like, she's legitimately my friend. I, I called her, told her to come meet me. That sounds like something that John would say. Well, yeah, but <laughs> I have a pretty, uh, you know, I have a pretty forgiving face. And, and You're like, dude, check my wallet. I ain't got hooker money. <laughs> right, right, exactly. And uh, I was like, yeah, man, she's totally valid. And he's like, what's her name? I told, I knew her name told him and he's like oh sorry i think he believed me but they they had already yeah they already like get the fuck out yeah yeah they had already thrown her out at that point so they couldn't go back on their words yeah that was a bummer so what'd you end up doing i went back in the club i had friends in there (laughs) bye bitch well yeah i was like hey sorry uh whatever but i mean if she got kicked out of there she was probably gonna get kicked out of everywhere else too fair enough and so i had friends in the club and so i was like all right i gotta go back in there so, you know, no big deal. I had already hooked up with her and hung out with her before. You're like, I'd sampled the goods. Fuck it. Right. Yeah. Not not there, not that night, but in, in the past. In the past. Yeah. It wasn't worth the hassle to fucking... No, well, I mean, I definitely wanted to hook up with her again, but it wasn't... No, like, she she lived far enough away, and I think... Who knows? They would have been a mission, and I I've done dumb things for to get laid, but not for a long time. What's the dumbest thing you've ever done to get laid? <sighs> well, honestly, it sounds lame, but it's probably the most dumb is drinking and driving, man. Drinking and driving. Is yeah, but dumb. that's not a specific incident. I'm like, what's a specific incident that where you were really fucking stupid to try to get laid? I don't know. I, let me think about that, though, because that's a good question. I mean, I have one. I definitely have one. Okay, okay let's hear it. So, senior year of high school, like the summer before senior year. Okay. I was kind of fucking around with a girl who had just, you know, year older. She had just gone down to college. Uh-huh. I didn't have a car. She had just, like, first week of college for her. I hopped a fucking train down to... This is in Chicago yeah. area. Yeah. Well, she went to University of Illinois at Champaign-Urbana. Okay. Which is 150 miles south of Chicago. Yeah, yeah. I hopped a fucking Amtrak down there. And... You know, in my mind, I'm staying with her. We end up... You know, we're fucking around. Yeah. We're, you know... It's like we're having a good time. We're fucking around. We go back to her dorm. Her roommate's like, he can't stay here. College was always so weird with shit like that. But I'm 18 and I'm broke. Right. Like, you know, if that shit happened to me now, I'd be like, okay, I'm just going to go get a room somewhere. Right. I'm 18 I'm broke. Hell, I didn't actually pay for that Amtrak ticket. One of my buddies who was also dating a girl down there had never been on a train in his life and offered to pay for my ticket as long as I took the train with him. 
Nice. So I have no fucking money. None. Were you working or what were you doing? Or just I was out? working at that point. Oh, you weren't even in high school. Or you hadn't even graduated high school yet. Yeah, I was working at that point. But but you hadn't graduated high school. Right. So you, Okay, so you didn't have any money. I didn't have a good job. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I had a job. Yeah. I didn't have a car. Like, So I end up, she ends up hiding me in her closet. I sleep in a dorm room closet. Oh, that's such a good story. Already. Sitting upright. I love it. And for the audience at home who doesn't know, I snore like a motherfucker. Like, I don't understand how these girls did not hear Well, maybe me. not upright in a dorm room closet. Apparently, I don't know. I was asleep. Right, right. But well, that was, that was, I'm impressed that you slept. I can sleep anywhere. I can sleep anywhere, but I didn't sleep well. And then I don't have a watch or anything. So when I wake up, I hear them like shuffling around. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, motherfucker. If they don't let me out of this closet, I'm just going to walk out of it. Right. Like, What's up? Right. Eventually, Jenny, the girl yeah, I was there to see, like opens the door. I was like, my roommate's going to class in a minute. You can come sleep in my bed. Fuck yeah, finally. So we fuck around for a little bit. And wait, how many more days were you supposed to be there? Another two, like the whole weekend. Oh, okay. (laughs) So it wasn't like you were going to leave that day. No, no. Thankfully, my cousin lived on campus, but I'll get to that. Oh, okay, okay. So you had a bailout. I I did have a bailout. But this is, you know, 1998. No one had cell phones. Right, 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 right. We fuck around in her bed a little bit. She goes to class. I end up sleeping in her bed. So you got to remember at this point, I had hair down to the middle of my back. On your head? Your head hair? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. You know, I was a long-haired metal head dude at this oh, point. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm you know, sleeping in the bed. I'm having a super vivid dream. The super vivid dream that I have to get down from Chicago down to the storm to fuck this girl. Okay. Her roommate comes in and disturbs me. I sit upright. And... Wait, where was Jenny? She had gone to class. Oh, okay. She had gone to class. So her roommate went to class. You got, she got you out. You went to bed. She went to class. And yep. now you're there by yourself. I, and I'm having this vivid dream like, I got to get down there. I got to fuck this girl. Her roommate rolls in and disturbs me. I sit upright and just look around the dorm room like, and to pre- her roommate never actually met me. She I was going to say, did she know who you were? No, she had no clue who I was. Okay. She literally, like, just the night before was like, no dude staying here. Right. I look around. I look around the dorm room, like, just baffled. Absolutely baffled on where I am. And I'm like, Ugh, where the fuck am I? <laughs> and her roommate's a wannabe sorority girl, like blonde. Right, right, right. So she calls the cops. Well, and this is you know, the first week of college for them. Oh, okay. So they were brand new. Brand new. She's just kind of like very nervous. Like, uh, where's Jenny? I'm like, class. I went back to sleep. And what'd she do? I don't know. I went that... back to sleep. But apparently I didn't get arrested. <laughs> That's good. I was also a little scandalous in my youth. Later that day, Jenny's boyfriend actually showed up. So, did you meet him too? I knew that dude. Oh, I knew him beforehand. Oh, okay. He actually was like, "Oh, dude, thanks for like taking care of my girlfriend." Right. He didn't he, know he you had, were really taking care of her. He had no clue. He had no clue. She was supposed huh. to leave him for me. Didn't happen. Okay. All right. 
Yeah, yeah, that, that was some stupid shit to try to get laid. Yeah, yeah. And there, I, I know everyone has the stories, obviously, but I just, I think for me, I drove drunk a lot, which was stupid. But I, nothing stands out. I'll have to think about this, though, because it's a good question. I'm sure because I've hooked up with so many chicks, there has to be a... Di- no, you I've have got, to have done something yeah. remarkably dumb. I, I get really drunk. Or I used to get really drunk a lot, and I've hooked up with a lot of chicks, so I have to have a story somewhere in there. You have to. Come on. Come on. I'm going to have to think The about audience it. has to know, like, when did Donnie Rock do something really stupid in the name of pussy? Because every, every man's done it. Right, right. I'm going to have to think on it. Nothing, you know, but here's what I say all the time. I have a million good stories, but I'm a bad storyteller. And I'm good at a lot of things. Storytelling is not one of them. My friends tell my stories like champions. I cannot do my stories any justice. And I have a lot of them. That's super great for a podcast, sir. Right. No, <laughs> I mean, it, these aren't stories. This is just me talking. It's, but when I have to reminisce and tell a story, I'm horrible at it. It's a goddamn shame. I know. Because I have a lot. But here's the other thing. I've blacked out so much, I've forgotten so many. So they remember them because I can't, obviously. I mean, I know a, a million people have talked about this a million times. I am super glad we did not come up in the age of smartphones. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yes and no. I mean, I'd like to see some of it, maybe, but I also don't want to see any of it. I would probably be in jail right now if there was fucking evidence. Right, yeah, yeah. I would totally be in jail, for sure. Or would have been at the time more times than I was. You're like, I, I would have been paroled by now. It, it would have been good. <laughs> right, right. Or I, had been, I have been arrested, but I would have been several more times, probably. So. Yeah. Kids these days, they're fucked. Well, not to mention they film everything. Yeah, they film everything. I'm bad at it. Like, if I see something going on, I don't grab my phone. Depends on what's going on. Yeah. It's situational. Yeah, you're probably ready for that, though. A little bit. A little bit. It it depends on the situation. If it's going to cause me great bodily harm, I'm ready to fucking run. Well, exactly. Yeah. You have a brain in your head. These kids will stand there and video for for the video. They do it for the video. Yeah. YouTube thumbs up are not worth dying over. Right. Right. Exactly. I don't care how many likes your Instagram story gets. If you're dead, it doesn't matter. That's right. You get no sponsorships. Right. No one's going to pay you to teeth whiten if you're dead. <laughs> or uh, flat tummy tea. Right. You'll have the flattest tummy. Rigor mortis does that shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. I'm trying to think of, like, since you can't think of it, I'm trying to think of other times I've done dumb shit for pussy. Because I've definitely done dumb shit for pussy. Well, it's even worse when you go and you don't get laid. Oh, yeah. That, that is the moral of the story with Jenny. I got my dick sucked. I did not get laid. Yeah, that's a bummer. That, how long was the train ride? Like four hours. Oh, wow, wow. I mean, it was a really pleasurable train ride. I'm the, sure. There's like an observation train. Like we were chilling in the observation car. But you weren't even 21, so you couldn't even drink on the train or anything like right. that. I mean, you could drink on the college, at college because it's college. but Right. But yeah, there was, there was not much drinking to be had that weekend. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't even, And the, not saying you need to drink to have fun, but in college. It helps. Or that age. Yeah, yeah. 
And the fucked up part about it is I remember the whole story. I don't remember how I got back to like Chicago. I no clue. Did you guys take the train? Maybe. I don't remember. Oh. I think I may have actually gotten a ride back up with her boyfriend. Wait, so he was down visiting her too. Yeah. But he drove. Yeah. Wow. Oh no, I was a scumbag as a kid. Wait, and did he just pop in on her? Yeah. And so that's how you didn't know that he was coming. Yeah. Or well, did she know either? I don't think she did. Because no one had cell phones. Right. He was just trying to be a good boyfriend and like, you know, her first week of college be like supportive and shit. I had my first year, I actually didn't live in the dorm, luckily. I lived in an apartment with two friends, got a lot of chicks in there because there were three of us. And then after that, my last four years, I lived in an apartment by myself. I lived above this older, retired English professor, this woman who I still know and talk to every once in a while. Um, I lived above her garage. Did you bang an old, old English professor? No, I didn't bang her. She probably would have because she loves me. But uh, no, I did not. But I lived. You could have negotiated lower rent, man. What the fuck? Listen, I'll tell you this. The rent was, guess how much the rent? Okay, so it was a one-bedroom. It was above her garage, the whole top of the garage. She had a two-car garage. Uh, one-bedroom, bathroom, living room, kitchen. Uh, guess how much I paid in rent, everyone? 175 215 You were close. I, I was pretty was close. My price, price is right rules, I got that shit. Right, right. 215 plus utilities, which I had a phone, obviously a landline at the time. And um, maybe water or, or something, which is like 15 bucks a month or every two months. Um, but anyway, when I had that place, I lived by myself for four years, had so many chicks in there because it was so easy. I'm, I'm pretty private about my or I'm pretty quiet about my private life. And it was just easy, right? I could take I didn't really have. I had like older neighbors, so I didn't have. It wasn't like I lived in a row, a row complex where there was all students. You know, there were really no students by me. I could sneak girls up there, sneak girls out of there. It was great. I loved that place. It was a layer. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Killed it. I had a girlfriend for a year, but uh, I didn't really cheat on her. <laughs> didn't really. Well, I don't think I did offhand. I'd have to think back on. You're like, eh, I might have. <laughs> we might have been on a break, right? Uh, but other than that, I was taking chicks home left and right. It was great. It's fucking awesome. It was. Donnie, what's your degree in? I have a geology degree. Really, Donnie Rock has a geology degree. You know, and that's fucking ridiculous. I I didn't even. I it's so funny because I'm very clever, but I didn't even put two and two together until someone recently, like within the last within the last I think six months, said that, and I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think about it. That is re goddamn ridiculous. Yeah, isn't that funny? And I've never used it, never one day, but I have it. Why geology? Why? Well, I was initially I was initially biology, and I was like, I don't want to do this, and so I changed to geology, which was fairly similar. Um, really, living things in rocks? Yeah, sciences, you know. But it, I liked it, and I, you know, at the end of the day, I thought I was going to work in that field, and then I just never did. But I got the degree, and you know, 
I got the piece of paper. <laughs> geology. I don't think I've ever met a geology major in my life. Really? Yeah. Donnie Rock. Donnie Rock. Isn't that funny, though? It's ridiculous. I, again, I didn't think about it at the time, but it makes perfect sense now. It, it does. And that wasn't even how I picked the name. But I know. We talked about this last time. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it works out. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that great? It's great. So, post-porn, you ever think you're going to fall back on the, other, the old rocks? I guess I probably could. My My degree is outdated to say the least at this point but um i don't know i mean i guess it's more about who you know anyway right definitely but how many geologists do you know well i do know a handful i actually this one guy when i lived in colorado he is older couple they were you know in their 60s probably late 60s uh they liked me so much he was a geologist and he for years that i would see them every year when they would come on vacation and he tried to get me a job so bad, like the last probably three years that I saw them. He tried every year to get me a job. He even gave me, he had people call me. And my degree was all, at the time, my degree was, you know, eight years old, nine years old at the time. And um, he was. Yeah, but that's like no time in, you know, the time of geology. That's nothing. Well, right, right. Because this stuff's old as rocks. Uh, <laughs> right. But yeah, he he wanted me to be a geologist so bad. He had people calling me, and I just was like, "Yeah." I think I went on one interview or two interviews in Denver, and um, I was like, "Nah, man, I don't want to do this." And yeah, never pulled the trigger on it, but I could have. And so I'm sure he, I'm sure he's probably retired at this point, um, or maybe not, because he kept he tried to retire for years and years, and then they just kept throwing more money at him, so he just kept staying. But I'm sure I could call him tomorrow. And get a job in geology like that. Because that guy loved me. Well, shit. You got something to fall back on? Yeah, yeah. It's there, I guess, if I want it. I probably won't. I would probably just start another business of some sort. What would you start doing, though? I don't know. <laughs> I'd have to think about it. I, I've always. I mean, besides pizza catering. Which could be lucrative around here. Definitely. The Deer's pizzas are fucking ridiculous. Right. And a lot of things are catered. And people have money. People have money in LA? No. Well, no. Not, not most, but the ones that have it have a lot of it. Yeah, I know. The disparity between rich and poor here is uh, pretty significant. Right, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to, uh, it's just like my last, you know, business. I'd have to just think about it at the time and whatever happened, happened. Yeah, but your male talent, you can keep fucking for a while. Right, I have several years ahead of me. Yeah, yeah. fucking Evan Stone's been doing it for like 20, 30 years. Right, there's guys in their late 50s. Hell, Ron Jeremy's in his 70s? Well, no, no, he's 63, I think. I mean... Mileage-wise, he's in his 70s. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> 90s. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, there's actual legit performers that are in their late, late 50s. So, yeah, you know... Ronnie's just kind of an icon, you know. He doesn't. He just has to show up. Show up, you know, inappropriately grab people, allegedly. Right. right. Yeah. I'll, I'll throw that allegedly out there because <laughs> well, you know, I'm not looking to get sued. Right, exactly. And we don't know. We weren't there. Nope. He's never tried to grab me. Right. Ever tried to grab you? No. No. Man, what the fuck, Ron? We're attractive men. 
You never try to grab us? <laughs> right. What the fuck's wrong with us, man? <laughs> exactly. It's just not, well, I mean, that's not cool either way. But. <laughs> you know, he got banned from Exotica. Yep. And I just saw the other day, X-Biz took an award away from him like from like 2009, which right. is ridiculous. Almost a 10-year-old reward. It's kind of fucked up. It's the same as the Penn State situation, which is bullshit in my mind. They took the wins away from from years past, you know, prior years. They took the wins away. Well, that's even more fucked up because it's not like he was on the field playing. Well, right. I mean, that's taking away accomplishments from a whole fucking team. Right. I that didn't do anything. Right. Taking away Ron's award is much more justifiable than taking it's away Ron. Wins. Right. Exactly. Because Ron is the perpetrator. Right. You're punishing the person involved, taking wins away from. You know, 20-something guys that had nothing to do with the situation. Right. Hell, may have been victims. Right. That's fucked up. Yeah. I, yeah, don't even get me started. Because someone will get pissed. Well, shit, we're, we're living in an age where you don't have to be convicted by you know, a jury of your peers either, which is fucked up. It's like, yeah, you, know, you get convicted by the fucking mob mentality. I just was, I was on the phone with a friend. She's an attorney this morning. And I was telling her, just a friend, and not, not someone I was calling for advice, but uh, I was telling her it's bullshit that the media is deciding what happens to everyone. It, I just, who was it? Uh, well, Kevin Spacey, they, they canceled his show. That's, so that's, that's a misdemeanor. Or not misdemeanor, but a misnomer. House of Cards was already slated to be canceled. They just tacked that on. To like to sound nice, good, yeah, to sound yeah, good yeah. for Netflix. Yeah. It was already slated to be canceled. Okay, fair enough. But to kick these people out of organizations and this and that, I I don't agree with it. It's they haven't. No one has been proven guilty of any crimes. I I'm of two minds of it. Like with the Weinstein situation, with that many accusers. Listen, I'm not saying he didn't do it, and I'm not saying it's okay because it's not okay. But did he do it? We don't know yet. That's my point. I agree. This is America. You are innocent until proven guilty. It, uh, allegedly. No, no. It's in the goddamn Constitution. Well, you are right. innocent until proven guilty. <laughs> right. You may be guilty in the eyes of society, which is fucked. It's a fucked up situation. I don't know what the statute of limitations are on those crimes. Right. Does it end up being he said, she said? Like, because in a criminal prosecution, you know, it has to be beyond a reasonable doubt. Right. Civilly, I'm sure they could fucking get him. Probably. But then again, they're so far removed. I mean, some of them were 20-some years ago or whatever. So are you any different? How, how are you going to prove that you are different? Or you would have done this, you would have done that. Like, you can't. Well, and it's a fucked up situation because, like, women that do come forward... There are many municipalities in this country where, like, rape kits go unprocessed. Right. It's like they're trying to do the right thing. They go get the rape kit done. They want to press charges. Shit goes unprocessed. Shit goes bad. And the fucking rapist walks. I honestly don't know what, you know, what the proper answer is. Procedurally, you should be innocent until you're proven guilty. But on the flip side... In the real world, shit's fucked up. And 
guilty parties may not ever get proved guilty. I don't know. I don't and, know what to fucking do. And uh, here's here's the one I have a big problem with too. The ones that claim, not saying it doesn't happen, and I'm not attacking anyone, but the ones who do claim rape and they were never really raped. Well, they need to be held accountable. They do, but how do you prove? You don't. I mean, or or you do somehow, I guess. But I don't have an answer. I just mean someone needs to be held accountable for everyone's time, and and. You know. No, it's super fucked up, and I've said this multiple times. It's worse in America to be a sex offender than a murderer. Because if you're on a sex offender registry, you got in a lot of municipalities, it's on your driver's license. It's you have to notify your neighbors you're a sex offender. Right? Is it on it, your license? In some places, yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. You and the problem is, especially with the places that put it on your license, it doesn't differentiate between you having. Consensual sex with your girlfriend who's a year younger than you when you're 18 and she's 17 right. versus you being a pedophile and victimizing a child. It just says you're a sex offender. Right. On top of that, say I murder someone. I do my time. I get out. I don't have to notify my neighbors I killed someone. That's true. That's, that's valid. That's touche. It's super fucked up. Yeah, I never thought about it until you just said it. Yeah. I don't have to. Hell, I could have committed a string of armed robberies. Don't have to tell. Don't have to tell my neighbor shit. Yeah. Okay, so why do you have to tell your neighbors if you're a sex offender? I mean, other than the fact they they tell you you have to. Them's the laws. Because they feel that sex offenders are going to. No, they feel that sex offenders are going to reoffend; that they have no control over their impulses, but well, murderers and armed robbers do. Okay, okay, and I, I'm not going to like argue this any direction, but what I may suggest is: Do you think sex offenders may be born sex offenders? Oh yeah, I. Or pedophiles? I feel some of it's nature, some of it's nurture. I I believe, I'd have to research this to go prove my point, but I believe there's a link between people that are sexually abused becoming abusers when they're old. I I can get on board with that. I'm sure I've read articles. Well, I've heard a a statistic, and I don't know the exact statistics, so I don't know why I said that, but if you are inappropriately touched up until a certain age. I can't remember what it is, maybe 13 or so. Let's say it happens at eight. There's a part of your brain that stops evolving past eight years old. It's entirely possible. So that part of your brain is going to be eight even when you're 80. That's That's what I've heard. I don't know. I didn't read it. My friend was telling me. I mean, you're the scientist. True. Oh, wait, you're a rock scientist. Shit. Right. These things don't have brains. God damn it. Uh, but I agree. And here's the thing. You can kind of relate this to porn because this is what is huge right now, aside from the MILF thing. Uh, everyone wants to bang the girl that looks 16. 
I feel like that's just how dudes have always been, though. Barely legal has been a thing forever. Maybe. Okay, but so have sex offenders. Or True. pedophiles. True. But may, here's my thing. You know, whether it's a male or female saying, I'll make that scene or I won't do that scene, I will do them. I have no problem with them because it's, it's acting. Work. And yeah, everyone's over 18. But my point is, I'm glad if we if we can make it and the pedophiles can watch it and not act on their temptations then great we've we've alleviated a lot of people you've done a service to mankind right exactly and so i'm down i can get down with that well and what's also super fucked up is we don't have a universal age of consent in the states right there are some municipalities or some states in the south where the age of consent is as low as like 14 with what age on the other end? 18 in most places. Okay, right, right, right. But I know I went through some major life differences between 14 and 18. Oh, 100%. You know, I at one point, I, I don't think I was 18. I think I was 17. But I hooked up with a girl who was 14. And she was so hot. I remember at the time. I don't know if I would say that today, but at the time, she was so hot, and she was fun. She was fun to hook up with. And I, when I when it happened, I think I hooked up with her a couple times, I felt a little weird. Only because there's a number, right? It's sure. like DUI. It's .01 or .08 for a reason. Like You have to draw a line somewhere. Fair enough. You want to know what's super fucked up? The Cash Me Outside girl is fucking 14. Right. Yeah. Who the fuck? Like, I would put, I would bet a lot of money. She's had a lot of dick run in her. I'm sure. <laughs> well, I tweeted when when that all came out. Uh, when does she turn 18? <laughs> Asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> but what's fucked up is like, as a 14 year old, she has some pretty big tits. Yeah, she's cute. In a trashy kind of way. Sure. Yeah, 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 totally. But it, it, it's still like. You're 14? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. It's crazy. Ugh. The girl that I worked with today, she's 19, and her boyfriend, I think she told me, was 48. Living the dream, sir. Living the dream. Him or her? Him, obviously. No no girl is dreaming like, I, right after I graduated high school, I want to date a 48-year-old. Maybe she is, though. I mean, she's from South Carolina. He's just trying to buy her a new life. I don't yeah. know these people. I'm just making blanket fucking judgment. Right. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, that's what everyone else does. It's human nature, sir. <laughs> there you go. I don't know. Yeah. But they're they're young, and the dudes are attracted to them. Not my thing. I, I, you know, like I said earlier, I like the tiny little spinners, but I don't like Young girls. What's the biggest age gap you've ever done? I love MILFs. Um, I'm 37. I think I was 36 at the time. I worked with a 68-year-old. Didn't look 68, obviously, but... Uh, at I, You know, 
so that would be what's that? Uh, thirty 60, years. Yeah, thirty okay. years. When 32. I was Shit. when I was twenty, I think I was twenty one. I hooked up with a fifty four year old. So thirty three. But that was she was hot. She was smoking hot. Um, what about the other direction? Eighteen. I mean, you know, being over 18, what that girl, that's the one. That was the one that I always kind of think about. And I, I don't know. I don't really feel bad, but I, I feel weird. What about like youngins in your personal life? How, what's the youngest you're Oh, uh, well, I mean, I've hooked up with porn chicks offset, you know, so they're 18, 19. But no, for me, it's like 30. You know, like I said, I'm 37. So for the most part, you know, 28 tops. Um, but other than the porn chicks, you know. Yeah. Uh, that's just a little bit of fun. Yeah. For me, when I was 29, I got into a actually fairly serious relationship with an 18-year-old. <laughs> I never could. I couldn't. Oh, no. It was stupid. It, to this day, it was stupid. It, See, I like start- MILFs, too. Well, it started off as just banging, and then... Somehow this girl weasels her way into like me having feelings. Right. Like, oh my God, you're treating me really, really well. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Bad scene. Bad fucking How scene. long? Too long. Longest relationship I've ever held down. Wow. That might say wow. more about me than anything else. I was going to say, wow. Okay. No, I, and even when I was like, in, like in college, uh, you know, the 37 to like 50, that was like my wheelhouse. They love me. They still do. <laughs> but now I'm getting to be their age. I mean, take us a compliment. My mom thought you were cute. So <laughs> perfect. There you go. Yeah, don't pay my mom. Where did I see her? Oh, she saw you like when the last time you did the show. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the then- pictures. She enjoyed your episode. She saw the picture. You're like, oh, Donnie's cute. Oh, perfect. That's what I want to hear. And I hear that a lot. Not, I'm not bragging, but that's I'm, I'm kind of the boy next door. Yeah, I mean, my mom might hurt you. She used to be a doll. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, wow. Like, professionally? For funds. Nice. That's. I am not a sub at all, so I wouldn't be into that. She's in her seventies now. That might be a little. Well, no, yeah, yeah. yeah just don't pick just, my mom. That'd just be a in general, weird. just in general, I'm not a sub. I actually had to shoot a scene recently, and the girl had to run the scene, and I did not do well with that. I was it, actually the woman that shoots us in Acton. That's where we were, and I shoot for her all the time. And I said at the end of the scene, I said, "Well, I learned something about myself." And she said, "What? You're not submissive?" I said, "You could tell, couldn't you?" She said, "Yeah, totally." I'm not either. I've I've actually pulled the plug on like hooking up when like I had a girl try to choke me. Like, uh-huh. We're going at it, and she tried to choke me, and I literally just like, you know what? I'm out. I can't blame you. Yeah. When they like bite me or like squeeze my nipples or something, I I get I'm irate. A little bit of biting's okay. I had a girl spit in my mouth one time off camera, and I wanted I didn't, but I wanted to punch her. Well, it's good that you had some self-control. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't, but I was irate. That kind of goes back to the neatness, cleanness thing. Hey, she's got she's got a clean test. She was fine. She did. 
And I didn't tell her not to, so I guess well, or prior. But in, in this day and age, that's not consent. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I don't really go over my do's and don'ts on off-camera hookups. But you should. I guess, but maybe just cross that bridge when we get there. Fair enough. <coughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I don't know. But I tell all the girls before every scene. What I like, what I don't like, mostly what I don't like, <laughs> and I want to know what they. I, I want to know what they don't like, but I also want to know what they like because I want to do that because I want a good scene. Definitely. So, you know, but yeah. <laughs> How long have you liked the, the older prods? Just forever. Yeah, and I. Well, I can't say that I. Yeah, yeah, for a long time. Well, I, and I think more than anything, it was because they're, they, like, love me, you know? So that's just easy. And not to mention, I'm kind of an old soul and always have been, so they're easier to talk to. I get, I'm get i easily annoyed by, you know, 18 to 24s, uh, except for when I was in college, you know? That's different. But um, I knew when I got into porn, I may have said this last time, but when I when I got into porn, I wasn't like a habitual porn watcher. But you know, I watched it here and there, and I knew two people, two girl. I didn't know them in person, but I knew who they were uh, from watching them. And one of them was India Summer, and she's awesome. And then so I knew her. So then I get booked with her, and I'm like, holy shit! Like, there's no way. Like, in my head, this is like fuck a fan, and so we shot the scene. Turns out she's cool as could be. We're actually pretty good friends now. We we text back and forth all the time, and um, we're a lot alike. Like she's like a hippie kind of like I am, so we get along really well. But anyway, when I worked with her, it was I was in the whole time. I was just in awe. It was like fuck a fan, and so that was really cool. That was fun. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Who's been your like biggest crush that you've hooked up with off camera? Ooh. I don't know. I'd have to say. I don't know, but then I give myself up to who I've hooked up with off camera. Well, maybe I was just trying to do some investigative journalism. <laughs> oh, you're good at that. Uh, I don't know. I, I They're fun, I guess, for me. They're fun off camera, but I don't really stick around too long. Well, I'm not asking to stick around. I'm just asking, you know, who you were like, oh my God, she's hot. And then, like, it happened off camera. Because that's much more real than what happens on camera. Okay. So I will tell you the one because she was, and not for any other reason than I think it was just she's very innocent. And I hooked up with her off camera. That was like the thrill. It wasn't, it wasn't like, you know, she, I, you know, had anal with her or whatever. It was just the fact that I was able to hook up with her off camera. But it was Alexa. Alexa. Grace. Okay. The the pizza party. Oh, The okay. birthday party. Oh, okay. Did you hook up with her that night? No, 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 no. This was like a year or two ago. Oh, I was going to say, like, I didn't see you sneak away, but no, good no. on you, sir. No, no. Uh, this was a while ago, but yeah, she was, she's fun. She's cool. Yeah. Sounds like she'll 
seemed like a bunch of guys just met her that night. Yeah, she's cool. Very like innocent though. That's that's again, that's what makes it so hot to me. It's like it and it was it was one time, one hit wonder. And uh yeah, that's it. That's cool. That was a good one. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I like the I like the off camera hookups. Just for, you know, just for getting laid. Here well, yeah, who doesn't like to get laid? Right. I mean, I'm sure there's some crazy people out there who, you know, wired fucked up. And they're like, asexual. no, sex is, ew. They're asexual. Don't. On the flip side, do you wonder how much you could get accomplished if you were asexual? I was just talking about this with someone. Oh, they were talking about, it actually wasn't really that conversation. It was the conversation of... Or maybe it was, or maybe we were talking about, uh, like a quadriplegic or someone. I think that's how it got started. No, but a quadriplegic. Per- yeah, they're still thinking they're about. They're still thinking like, about. Yeah, just like your brain did not give a fuck about sex at all. Right. Think of how much shit you could get done. You're like I don't give a fuck about impressing the opposite sex at any that's point. So funny. I've never heard anyone else say this, and I talked him and I talked about it, and now you just brought it up. Yeah. Just, like hey. I'm going to dress however because I don't care about impressing women. I'm not going to, like, nothing I do is in pursuit of getting laid. Well, and a lot of dudes, everything they do is trying to get laid. I mean, I I would say every dude, there's at least some percentage (coughs) of what they do is about getting laid. Right. Or at least, you know, female attention. Right. And vice versa. Yeah. But if you completely remove that from the equation. Yeah. Who knows what You'd the be like you a CEO yeah. of a Fortune 500 company. Just like, yeah, don't give a fuck. Yeah. Shake them big titties in my face. Don't care. <laughs> right. Don't care. I'm all about making that money. Uh-huh. It'd be interesting, wouldn't it? It'd be interesting, but it'd also be kind of depressing because like, sex is awesome. But you don't know because you're not into it. You don't know what you're missing if you don't know it. This is true. This you know? is true. Just like if you were born blind, you don't really know what you're missing. Yeah, yeah. This is very If you true. go blind at then 30, yeah, yeah, then you're pissed, yeah. Well, yeah, watch your sugar level, people. Don't go diabetic on me. Right, <laughs> exactly. Oh, no, that either going deaf or blind, like midlife. Oh, that'd be a bummer. terrifying. I can't imagine getting paralyzed that would be bad though i would almost be i would almost prefer to be paralyzed from the waist down than to go deaf or blind well i definitely go with deaf i don't know man i love music i do too but i i also like to sit in silence so i I guess that's where i'd be okay with that yeah i wouldn't be a very good podcast producer deaf though well, now that I'm sure they have some type of uh, adaptive thing. Who knows? Blind would be much worse than deaf. Yeah, totally. The idea of, like, I love movies. I love. I never see blind people around L.A. Oh, there's a bunch of them. There's actually an Institute for the Blind on Vermont. Oh, really? I'm a horrible person, but I saw three blind people crossing the street, and they're like holding each other's hands. I'm like, holy fuck, it's the blind leading the blind. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I'm a horrible fucking person. <laughs> that that of all, all things is what's going to send me to hell. Right. 
<laughs> that Instagram photo with that caption. <laughs> oh, you posted oh, it. Oh, fuck yeah, I did. Oh, okay, good, good. Because it was literally the blind in the blind. Right. Who actually sees that in person? Right. Yeah. That's good. I like that. It's fucked up. Well, but they're jokes, you know. I just was, I just saw, uh, I think it was yesterday or this morning. <coughs> someone's, oh, everyone was all up in arms about the, uh, someone made a joke about. What was this? Did you see this? What, uh, Larry David's Holocaust? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're fucking jokes, people. Exactly. And I'm a big jokester, and I love comedy and everything. So, for me, they're jokes. You sit there, you laugh. If if, if I'm in a if I'm in a comedy club and someone starts busting on thirty seven year old white males, I'm gonna laugh because it's gonna be funny. Well, nothing's sacred. As long as the joke's funny, that's all that matters. Right. And even if it isn't, they were trying to be funny. Right. Because no matter what joke you make about the Holocaust, it doesn't change that the Holocaust happened. Exactly. Exactly. It doesn't reduce the significance of the event. I don't even mind. You know, everyone jokes and says the too soon thing. I don't even mind that. Because funny is funny, regardless. I, I fully fucking agree on that shit. Funny is funny. If the joke's not funny, well, then I'll judge you for that. Right, right. But no subject matter should be taboo. Right. If you can make it funny, that's all that fucking matters. But the problem is now it's even worse because everyone's so soft. People are very sensitive these days. It's 100% true. And I pick fights with people on Facebook sometimes. And it's just, they're soft fucking, it's fucking horrible. It's the pussification. Because feelings trumped Feelings trump facts these days. Right. It's fucked up. I mean, I'm sure some people are wondering why I do this, but every time someone screams without any facts about a mass shooter being a terrorist, I don't care what their race, creed, or color is, that man's a terrorist. Like, no, you have to have political ideology behind terrorism. No, he's terrorizing people. He's a terrorist. Terrorism is not someone who inflicts terror. Right, by definition. Right. There's a legal definition by the U.S. government. And inflicting terror on other people is not it. Because otherwise, I would argue, every act of violence inflicts terror on someone. Right, of course. So are you saying every violent criminal, every inner city shooter is a terrorist? No. Exactly. So we're on some serious shit, and it's actually about last call. So I know, I know. And I don't like to ruffle feathers, but I do like facts, and I like to, you know, I like theories as well. And I like to sit around and chat about them. Again, not where they can erupt and everyone can get all mad, but... Eh, fuck them if they get a little upset. Right, yeah, I don't care. But Donnie, we're going to call it for the evening. Where can we find you on the social medias? Uh, just Twitter. I, 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 it's all I can keep up with. You should get an Instagram like a normal person. I know, but here's the thing. Everyone tells me this. I don't take pictures, and that's my problem. So my Twitter would just be like incoming. It'd be no outbound. Take pictures of rocks. You're a geologist. Yeah, I could. I actually should start like a Twitter for just something. Donnie or, rocks or a, rocks. Or a Instagram just, yeah, just something silly. Damn. That's not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> Maybe I'll do that. So where on Twitter can they find you? Twitter, it is at 
Donnie, D-O-N-N-I-E, underscore rock, R-O-C-K, the number six, the number nine. Awesome. As always, you can find me at Matt underscore Slayer on Twitter, Matt Slayer on Instagram. You can find the podcast at And Now We Drink on Twitter, And Now We Drink underscore on Instagram, Matt Slayer on, tw- on Snapchat. I fucking got it right. For once, I remember my goddamn Snapchat. So check us out. I need to follow your Snapchat because I do have Snapchat. Again, only incoming, no outbound, but I like to watch what people are doing. I mostly just Snapchat me watching weird movies. Oh, okay. All right. Like, there are no nudes on my Snapchat. It's literally like, I'm taking a screen cap of my fucking whatever I'm watching. on, And I look at my movie library. I watch weird shit. Right. Yeah. You have a lot to pick from, though. I do. But on that note, guys, we're going to keep drinking off mic. Have a good night, all. (laughs) 